0: What's up everybody, I'm Brian Wilson here Life Unraveled Podcast, and what I'm going to talk to you about today is boxing. I'm doing sort of a series of talks on this, this is going to be a uh, history unraveled, so I'm going to kind of take sort of an approach I take any time I've been doing or preparing a uh, history podcast. Okay, so... I'm also planning on putting out a more just free-form sort of vlog. Uh, plan on sharing it in the Sports Unraveled podcast and also on uh, my Martial Arts Academy YouTube page, Force of Martial Arts and Fitness Russellville. So uh, you can check that out. It's going to talk sort of about uh, differences in Eastern and Western boxing. Okay, so this podcast is going to talk about what is western boxing right so before you can listen to this one about eastern and western boxing uh, probably a good idea to listen to this one um, and I doubt uh, right now I'll be doing one on what is eastern boxing but uh, I plan on sort of going into that in this other uh, sort of free form uh, talk I give later so <clears throat> what is western boxing it's a great question. Uh, you hear it all the time. I've heard it ever since I've training. Uh, began training martial arts. I've been training martial arts at this time, in uh, 2019, for about 13 years. So it's, uh, it's interesting. A lot of people in the martial arts world don't consider boxing a martial art. I personally do. Um, if you know anything about martial art, it means art of war, essentially. It's a nod to... Um, war gods, for example, uh, Mars is the war god uh, in the Roman period, um, Ares would be the, the war god in the, uh, the Greek period, and, and so on. So we see war gods in a lot of ancient cultures is my point. But if I, I, for example, teach courses on Western civilization. A lot of universities offer a course on world civilization, which you go way more into the East. And I think um, I prefer a, a world history approach. Although I will say I enjoy teaching Western civ, because it allows me to focus more intensely on certain cultures I personally really enjoy, like Egypt and others, right? Um, Mesopotamia, the Sumerian stuff like that. But if you know um, anything about Western civ, you know that's kind of the it's the lens we use to talk about the traditions that we inherit. Uh, or trace back to, you know, the United States, Western Europe, stuff like that, right? So, for example, we wrapped up uh, today talking about the rise and spread of Christianity, you know, and how it relates to the West. Uh, Some other examples would be when I lecture on Greece and Rome, which I'm going to talk about heavily in this conversation, uh, when I reference the the Greeks, we're talking about their democracy and their assembly and um, their different political institutions and how they're relevant to us. Same thing when I talk about the Roman Republic. Oh. I also joke the United States chose to employ uh, two systems from the ancient world that failed. But whatever. It's just a, a joke. But here's the uh, here's the thing. <clears throat> Boxing is more heavily associated with the west uh we see it in a lot of western cultures but uh it's also it's just it's in the east it's just different and again we're not getting into eastern boxing really in this podcast but i'm going to mention some of the cultures that we see uh, a lot of uh, prominence in boxing existing in okay so it's heavily documented uh, documented throughout the entire ancient world from the Sumerians to the Romans right Sumerians being sort of that older older culture Mesopotamian culture along with the Egyptians that uh, are some of the oldest peoples we know anything about right so uh, and those are the first two cultures I hit in my western civilization class for example but uh, also the Egyptians the Assyrians right? The Neo-Babylonians or Babylonians in general, which are Mesopotamians, the Hittites, these are all cultures that have depictions of boxing in either, uh, paintings on pottery, reliefs on, uh, temple walls and stuff like that, right? And, uh, the Greco-Roman world, like that's what I'm going to focus on mostly in this podcast today, right? And, Real quick, I should have probably said this earlier. Um, a little bit of my info I got from this book, Martial Arts of the World, an encyclopedia. It's a two-volume work. Uh, I cited it in my master's thesis. It's by an author, uh, or an editor, rather, and author, Thomas A. Green. He's done some articles. and um, This is a book that, uh, at the time I was doing my master's thesis, I couldn't even afford it. And um, I've since made it and now I can afford to buy books which were uh too expensive I was always buying textbooks at the time uh anymore I'm always trying to listen to audiobooks that's how I learned the best probably why I'm into podcasting if you want to be honest about it uh so the thing here um with this work it's just an encyclopedia just overviews a lot of different martial arts all from out the all throughout the world but it gives a real real general information and overview on things like boxing and different martial arts styles in the east and the west and so on and it's just typical it's set up like a typical encyclopedia so it's a good source i've used it i like uh, pulling it off the shelf i enjoy owning it now i get to uh pull it off and sort of reference uh or look up uh and always getting new information from the pages. So that's that. Um, But in the Greco-Roman world, we know that uh, these pugilists, which is a Latin word, uh, they developed the arts uh, further than it had been seen. I would like to point out that while we see the Egyptians and others boxing, a lot of times it is actually they're doing like a mixed martial art. It's like not are they only boxing, but they might be using throws. We see state fighting in in, uh, ancient Greece, or I'm sorry, ancient Egypt. And um, so we see a lot of these. They're engaged in boxing, but you might see another depiction of them doing a throw or some sort of other, what we just call them, you know, phase or range of martial arts, Mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, so if you're, Standing far away, you're kicking them, you're a little closer, you're punching them, you're a little closer, you're trapping and grabbing them and clinching them and then trying to get it down on the ground. And we see all of that in a lot of these cultures, right? <clears throat> but the um, the Greeks, we see representations with them in their earliest cultures. So <clears throat> I, when I first start talking about the Greeks, I talk about two early cultures, the Minoans and the Mycenaeans, right? Uh, Minoans, this is a culture that exists on the island of Crete, okay? We think that they um, are taken over by the Mycenaeans. These are Greek speakers. Minoans, we know, are learning more and more about due to excavations, archaeological excavations, and The Mycenaeans we know a fair amount about due to also archaeological excavations, but as well as uh, Homer's poetry is paying homage to the Mycenaean period. So these are the earliest European cultures that I talk about in my class, like, uh, you know, Egypt being not on that continent. And then uh, you go over um, across the way to Mesopotamia, we're in Asia, so it's uh it's interesting to look at these earlier cultures already having boxing being depicted. So like when I get to the Greeks and I start in my in my western civilization course we start talking about the Minoans and the Mycenaeans it's like hey these are the first two European cultures that we've mentioned in the class. <clears throat> So, um, and then the previous cultures that we get into that we know the most about would be the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Hittites, the Phoenicians, stuff like that. And we see boxing in those cultures too. So there, there are ties and traditions associated quite heavily with the West, right? Not exploring all those ties on this podcast, but just, just sort of highlighting some of the connections and, uh, how and where they exist. So... We see the first famous Greek boxer uh, is a man named uh, Theogenes of Theos, right? Uh, And he is depicted as being the champion of the Olympic Games in 450 B.C. said to have won over 1,400 contests, killing most of his opponents, right? And here uh, I like uh, talking about this guy. Possibly a mythological boxer, right? But a guy named Melanchomas, M-E-L-A-N-K-O-M-A-S. He's from Caria. And he fought in the Olympic Games later, 49 AB, winning um, <clears throat> for that, uh, that game. And he is legendary for this. All right? And I actually found out about this guy from a podcast guest I had on from the Life Unraveled series. But he is legendary for this. He never delivered nor received a blow in a contest and he was undefeated in an unbeaten record. There's a lot of scholarly debates on both sides of whether or not he's mythological and existed or was this historian who writes, one of the historians who gives an account of him um, is sort of depicting him as the ideal man, the ideal athlete, right? And what we know about melancomas comes from this these Dio, uh, is. Just call him Dio for our purposes here. Uh, and he tells us Melanchomas is able to do things like hold his guard up for two days straight, once boxed his, uh, one of his opponents for an entire day. Um, but he would, um, I guess you could say he would stall. would be a good way of describing it in today's terms. Or he would just, you know, without actually throwing punches, outbox people. He would get them to swing and miss, they would tire, and he would be the victor of the day sometimes that was an entire day but um, that is sort of a little bit a little bit of a survey of boxing in the Greek world it's a key part of their culture it's it's a it's something that they do for entertainment and um, this is something I bring up to my classes uh, if you look at Greek culture and in um, Roman culture as well but just being, you know, what rises up next, is you see the importance of competing. And I think this is where in the West we get a lot of our traditions associated with sport, right? Um, For example, um, for the Greeks for, like, the Athenians and the Spartans, that athletics means to win prizes. To, and to be an athlete is to to compete and win a prize. They didn't just like it, because do it because it was fun, or like it because uh, they enjoyed it and had a good time. What they uh, liked was the competition, right? So if you've ever played a game of, like, uh, regular Monopoly, which Monopoly Empire is a much better, faster version of that game, than I enjoy it. Uh, and it's competitive, too. Don't get me wrong. But if you've ever played a game of Monopoly, you know that we're, uh, you know, my cousin and I, we used to get in, like, knockdown, down drag-out, heated yelling arguments and shouting festivals over who was winning the current game of NCAA 2004 for PlayStation 2, right? But <clears throat> basically what I'm saying is, is these, these Greeks particularly were competitive. They liked to win the prizes. They liked the um, resilience and the the pride that came with competing, right? So <clears throat> we see that as a central... It kind of makes sense if you know that, okay, that's why they developed the Olympic Games. That's a central part of their culture across the board. It makes a lot more sense that boxing obviously fits into that mold, right? Uh, Let's see here. Um, We see the Greeks wearing bindings on their hands. They would twist the bindings to make them inflict more damage on the faces of their opponents. Um, These are eventually replaced with a more leather form of a glove, a more rounded out form of a glove. Um, And we also see ancient boxers in the Greek culture, but also in the Egyptians wearing sort of a headgear or a helmet. And, um, we see this depicted in, uh, the Egyptian middle kingdom and wearing a very similar headgear to these, um, Greco Roman boxers that are wearing headgear. Right. So, um, mean, just interesting to see, uh, cross-cultural ties and, uh, also interested to see if it was bare knuckle or did they have gloves or what have you. I'm sort of fascinated by um if you ever seen any like um Jeet Kune Kundo era gloves. Like they're they're sort of a the the forefather of the mixed martial arts glove that is used currently being the the sort of the martial sport that is hot right now. Like in in the West it's on ESPN. It's like if if you're coming on ESPN I'm just gonna call you a, a national sport, right? Or an international sport, right? It's like, the, I always just tell people, I'm like, yes, if you turn on ESPN, you're gonna watch mixed martial arts and some in boxing and other things right alongside uh, basketball, baseball, football, and stuff like that, right? So it's a, it's a major sport <laughs> to this day. So talking about the Romans uh, real quick and, and kind of wrapping things up, uh, boxing's a lot different in Roman times. It's it's sort of a gladiatorial spectator sport. Metal studs are instituted into the gloves, and often it's slaves fighting slaves who are put on display in these uh, arenas, right? And uh, maybe they would be chained, maybe, uh, or, or there would be some sort of a... Um, an obstruction of space, right? So, when I was uh, working with some bar boxers yesterday, I put some cones down and limited their space. Like, hey, you can only box in this square, okay? Well, the thing is, is like rings are a square now, typically. Um, and there's octagons and circles that, depending on what sport, combat sport, we're talking about, people fight in now. But um, <clears throat> this is actually where we get the term or the idea of the ring, right? They would uh, draw a circle or, you know, depict a circle somehow on the floor of the arena, the amphitheater, wherever the contest uh, was taking place. And that's where we get the idea of the boxing ring, right? It was a circle, not a square. Um, and, again, it was often slaves who provided this entertainment. And this is the sort of entertainment and spectator version of the Roman sport of boxing. So it it, it takes on a different form Um much more, uh, I would just say, uh, the way I read it, and I think it's because they started using, eventually started using, uh, combining with weapons or just like putting the metal stud in their glove and stuff like that, that it um, was a lot more violent. That's just kind of my takeaway. But um, if you survey things happening like the invention and introduction of... um, Heavy armor into European society, of firearms into into the West, into European culture. This sort of is seen as a reason, and I'm just repeating the thesis of other people here, but um, and and I'm like, it it makes sense to me. So, this is sort of a reason that boxing experienced sort of a cultural downturn in the West until its reemergence in the 1700s. That's when boxing sort of makes a rebound, and if you look at boxing today in 2019, it's um, there are a few fights a year that you want to see. There's Vasiliy Lomaschenko out there. On my way in from the university today, I was reading Manny Pacquiao just fought this last weekend, and I was reading him and Floyd Mayweather talking shit to each other. It was quite humorous, but um, or back and forth on the internet, they were. Uh, Mayweather's made some sort of post saying that Manny Pacquiao has only ever made uh any, ever, ever made any money through associating himself with his name, and then Pacquiao's like, dude, you came to the fight, and um, you're talking about me on the internet. So who knows? They're probably in on it together, and that's what boxing is right now, right? So mixed martial artists like Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather, it's it's interesting to study, guys, how. <clears throat> There are all of these um, rises and falls in the sport, and it's just fascinating to study in the ancient world. It's fascinating to study it at the pinnacle or the peak and throughout the uh, Muhammad Ali era. I plan on doing several Uh, Podcast over boxing. I've done some boxing unraveled. Again, this is going to be a history unraveled. So check out. I've I've just done a few history unraveled, but uh, check that out. And uh, also, I've done some vlogs on the jab and some different boxing posts on our force of martial arts and fitness YouTube. And check over there if you want to hear a follow up talk on uh, sort of my take on differences and similarities in Eastern and Western boxing styles. So, uh, again, thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, this, it's been uh, <clears throat> fun just doing a little research. These are obviously passions and interests of mine, but uh, I love uh, you know sort of going down a rabbit hole and gathering info and being able to have an outlet to share. So, um, again, appreciate all the support. If you don't mind sharing this over with some of your friends, that would be great trying to grow our digital footprint so to speak and we can do that at a faster rate with people's help so tell somebody you know about this or uh, subscribe to our channel hit the bell so you can get notifications when we upload um, or maybe share this over to some form of your social media we appreciate it thanks